Good morning, Little Saigon, Seattle. Good morning, all those places currently exposed to the plague. Good morning to people in Texas and Mexico and other places that are somewhere in between. Indeed, it is March the 22nd, 2020, and it is right around 8.20 a.m. Sunday, Pacific Standard Time. Looks like the entire country is being locked down right now. If you watch the news, the news is horrible, horrible pictures of people dying in horrible ways. What I can testify up to this point in Little Saigon, Seattle you know, in Chinatown, half a mile from every major hospital in this fucking city, is that as of today, I haven't seen anybody killed. I haven't seen anybody fall over dead. I haven't seen any examples of the horrible whatever it is. And I've seen a lot of bullshit. I, I actually went out on Thursday and took, you know, a little bit of film of my neighborhood. And I saw construction workers and all kinds of activity. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. Someone who, who is a trusted friend of mine told me they were driving near Vegas yesterday trying to check out the hospitals. They, they, they were in Vegas, they live nearby, and they said, well, I'm going to see the condition of the hospitals before we can't drive around any longer. And what they told me is the hospitals were basically empty. Nobody was there. I, I'm not saying no employees. It was that... There was not this massive rush of sick people. That's weird. I mean, it's weird enough that I live in Little Saigon, which ought to be a nastier, dirtier, less clean place than Lombardy, Italy. I mean, come on. Remember your propaganda, please, you fucks. But that being said, it's weird. Do I think people are dying right now? Yep. I think a lot of people are dying in China. I think a lot of people are getting lead poisoning in China. I think a lot of people who spoke out and had opinions, members of Falun Gong, members of the Christian community, these people are now dying in China, and our government is allowing this to happen. Oh yeah, allowing it to happen. Pretty certain of that. 
And I'm pretty certain that's going to happen here too. People are going to disappear. They're going to say they got sick. Oh, this guy got sick. This woman got sick. No. A lot of people are going to go away soon. And it won't be because of the fucking virus that apparently has no symptoms but kills you almost instantaneously. That's pretty fucked up. But remember, if it is a virus, it's not a bioweapon because God forbid we have that fucking conversation. So here we are, in, in my opinion, in the situation vis-a-vis -vis the virus. Um, I think it's either terrible or it's awful. Terrible is what I've already figured is the most likely scenario, and that is the great banker, banking palooza 2020, where all the richest, scummiest people that ever lived are made whole, also known as the screwbilly. But, you know, the rest of us are fucked. That is the most likely scenario, that we are all fucked. Ordinary people are fucked, and a lot of us are going to die. But, you know, six months from now, Tom Hanks and, I don't know, maybe Bill Gates will do a public service announcement on TV about the, va about the vaccine and the digital certificate for tracking people, blah, blah, blah. After, I don't know, I mean, I think that Tom Hanks, excuse me, Bill Gates said 33 million people would die. That's a nice Masonic number. I think, yeah, Bill Gates said 33 million. So let's just assume that a million or two die in the United States. Well, that's going to be a lot of political enemies of the state taken out, don't you think? A lot of people, a lot of voices that aren't suckered, not suckered by the Q, not suckered by Trump. A lot of people are about to die. Your neighbors are about to die. And the pretext is going to be the virus. Now, do I think there could be a bioweapon involved? Hells yeah. Why not? It's good theater. But do I think this is some random fucking bat flu? Some random fucking wet market bullshit? No. Do I think the Chinese released this on purpose? No. Well, I mean, they did, but they worked with us, probably. So yeah, I think somebody in China, definitely the government probably did this, but it wasn't to wage war in all likelihood. It was probably a coordinated activity. And do I think at this point that, yeah, our government is working with the Chinese government? Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of people are dying in China today. A lot of people died in China yesterday. And it was, well, some of them died from the virus, quote unquote, sarcastically speaking, a lot of them probably got lead poisoning. And if there's anybody who gives a shit about how many people are dying in China, it won't be for another four or five hundred years. And that's when they're digging up the bones. But there won't be any bones because they're pretty much vaporizing the bodies. You see where I'm going here? The only witness to the murder happening in China right now will be God. The only witness to the murder that's going to happen in the United States for the next couple weeks will be God. The judge, in the end, will be God. If you're wondering which side you're on, <laughs> you better figure that shit out pretty fucking quick. And if you're wondering if it's time to stop talking about bullshit on Twitter and Facebook and do something, it's probably too late. But it's well past time. It's well past time to put down your fucking Twitter, turn off your fucking smart devices, disconnect from the evil, and fight back. Well past time.
The first scenario is terrible. It means that if you do believe in the Constitution, what's left of it will be gone in six months. If you want to eat six months from now, like if you actually want to eat food, you will be given a choice. Hey, you want some food, Mr. Blah, 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 take the chip, the tracking chip to track your vaccines, your vaccinations. We need to keep track for Bill Gates and Tom Hanks has the chip. That's what he says. And it's real nice. And let's make sure we got the 5G because we need to really track people. We need to really control them. So take the vaccine if you want to fucking eat. That is the best case scenario at this point that I think is going to happen. I, I wanted to believe, in my heart I still hope for a Soviet Union style collapse. And so if there are any courageous colonels or generals left in the military, I seriously doubt it, um, admirals or whatnot, it's, it's about time you guys did something too. It, it's really past time that you did something. What the fuck? does bailing out Boeing have to do with the fucking virus? What the fuck does writing giant checks to the shittiest companies that ever existed have to do with the fucking virus? All you motherfuckers were cheering your greedy, nasty bullshit on the way up. Oh, Dan, look at the stock market. Look at Obama. All of you participated in criminal activity, fraud, bullshit on the way up. All of you. This is worse than crime. Crime is bullshit. This is immoral. You motherfuckers on the way up cheered the immoral fucking Tower of Babel. And now you're asking yourself, Dan, why can't they help us on the way down? You know what? In your crooked world, that's what they're going to do. They will help you on the way down. But remember, if you want to eat, you better take the chip. Take the chip. You better take the chip if you want to eat. That's terrible. That's the scenario I, I see. I think is most likely at this point. And and I think my previous podcasts over the couple last couple weeks have kind of pointed that out. This is Banker Palooza. This is the Scrubilee. The nasty, shitty people of the world are going to be made whole while they're drinking their fucking drinks in you know their magical super condo bunkers in New Zealand, the rest of us are going to get fucked up the butt with about 16 feet of rebar. That's the terrible scenario. But the other possibility is what I call awful. And awful is pretty bad. And awful has to do with the fact that something is about to happen that's going to be so bad that they don't want the fucking highways clogged up. Now, you need to meditate on that shit. The great thing about the fucking virus is it keeps people inside. It keeps people off the roads. The, the worst thing for people that run the world and don't give a fuck about you is they can't use their Eisenhower highways to move shit around. So the virus is actually kind of amazing for that. It basically allows them to tell everybody to shelter in place. Don't go out. Don't talk to friends outside of the fucking Facebook or Twitter. Don't communicate outside of the phone, which, you know, we're listening, blah, blah, blah. But, but yeah, don't organize. Don't defend yourselves. Don't fight back. Just sit at home and wait for something to happen. You see, this works for, I think, arresting people. Like, if you want to collect guns 
and stuff like that. This works for the terrible scenario that we talked about first, the banker palooza. If they want to get rid of guns, boy, this does help with that. But this also works to keep the fucking roads unclogged. Okay, the last thing they want right now is a bunch of crazy fucking Americans going whichever direction they're going to go to escape something they probably can't escape. So the, the, the main scenario is the banker palooza. The secondary possibility is something truly awful is about to happen. And when I say awful, I mean so bad that it'll make concerns about the virus seem passe. And one of those scenarios could be World War III. I mean, I don't know. A, a person mentioned that to me yesterday. The thing is, though, World War III will go nuclear so quickly that this whole idea that, you know, keeping the roads open is helpful, that's, that makes no sense. And as far as people being inside, some shitty-ass, some sheetrock and some shitty-ass postmodern construction is not going to defend you from high-energy neutron radiation and gamma rays, and it's definitely not going to protect you from thermal effects, you know, or overpressure. So I don't know how being in your fucking home will help you for World War III, except it does, it does keep the roads open. See, that's the thing. Whatever is, whatever is going to happen, whatever is going to be so horrible... They're going to want to keep the roads open. They're, and one of the possible horrible calamities isn't really that interesting, and that is famine. Okay, if famine is coming, if we are getting to the point where there is simply not enough food to feed everybody out there, then that too is a good reason to keep people at home. So yeah, I think people are being killed. I think this, has been, I think this was done on purpose. I am certain that the short-term lending markets were blowing up before the first case of this virus. I'm certain that the banking system was tilting over sideways before this happened. Unless your contention is the virus is a time traveler, then you've got some logical fucking problems to deal with there. But most of you motherfuckers in the world right now are grasping at straws. And you're trying to find some magical way that this all works out. I'm tired of talking to those motherfuckers. I was talking to somebody the other day, and he was trying to give me the scenario where, well, but Dan, I think everything's going to be fine. Yeah, for some people, for Jeff Bezos. For Jeff Bezos, everything's going to be fucking fine. For you, not so much. Not so much, I don't think. For you and I and and Auntie M and old gra Grandma Guazalpec and Grandpa Begillicuddy and for little French bulldogs everywhere, we're all about to be fucked. 
you see, that's, I think, the, the moral of the story here. It doesn't matter what the, the final act is going to look like. They're setting you up to die. By telling you to stay home, they're telling you what? That magically somebody's going to deliver food? That magically somehow that food is going to be produced? When I went by the QFC the other day, I saw a lot of food still. And even some bottled water and toilet paper that people were told is being rationed. Learn how to purify water soon. If you don't know how to purify water in a three-stage process, settlement, treatment, filtration, if you don't know how to do that, you need to fucking learn soon. Or you're going to watch people you love die horribly. If you don't have at least three to six months worth of food, figure out how to get it soon. Or else you're going to watch people you love die horribly. If you don't know your neighbors, you need to go someplace where you do, or you need to get to know your neighbors soon. Or you're going to die horribly. That's reality. The great thing about the virus, though, it keeps people from knowing their neighbors, doesn't it? It keeps people from actually physically saying hello. It keeps people from actually engaging in any type of real human contact. Isn't that fucking convenient? This is one of the most convenient deep state viruses ever invented. It totally keeps people from having authentic human relationships and completely pumps up the bullshit ones. Oh, did you see the video from the actor? Crying, crying for, you know what? They're actors. They're actors. What the fuck do you believe is going on? I live in Little Saigon, Seattle. I don't live in Lombardy, Italy. I think that this is a safe zone compared to Lombardy, Italy, but that makes no fucking sense. Zero. Zip, nada. So it's terrible or it's awful. I don't see a magical, well, Q told us that if we just sit around and wait, uh, oh my God. Listen to Q. Wait, wait with your family until you die. That is what's going to happen to you. If you have the means of leaving a city where you can still leave it and go to the country, I don't care if you got to spend a month there with someone you hate. If you have a means a way of getting out of a city at this point and getting to some place where you might be able to raise some potatoes. Get the fuck out of the city. Period. Maybe not forever. Maybe just for a month. Don't make a thing out of it. In fact, I would suggest don't tell any family or friends because I made that fucking mistake yesterday. Don't tell anybody. Just fucking leave. Because I'm telling you, cities are going to be horrible. In about 10 days, maybe two weeks, if I'm right, yeah, there's not going to be enough food. People will be basically, <laughs> whatever quarantine you think you're going to keep in place, let's meditate on that too. What the fuck kind of quarantine do you keep in place when people are starving to death? And we're not talking about China, where every fucking gun has been confiscated. We're talking about the United States, where there's plenty of guns. And after the first few days of fighting, there'll be plenty on the ground. Plenty. Lots of guns for everybody. So you tell me what happens when people start getting hungry. Better yet, what happens when moms and dads are listening to their kids complaining about not having any food? 
And remember, we're America. We've never experienced this before, right? Or at least none of us have a memory of it. So yeah, that'll be interesting. If you have a way to leave a fucking city, if you can go to the country, do it now. Because whatever the scenario is, whether it's awful or terrible, it doesn't matter. Being in a city is going to be fucking horrible. And you will, in all likelihood, starve. And most, many, I don't know the number, maybe Tom Hanks or Bill Gates knows the number, maybe Bill Gates was right. Maybe 33 million people will die worldwide. He knows this number. It's magical. He had his Event 201 meeting back in October, right around the time that the short-term lending markets went sideways, right around the time of the, what's called the Repocalypse. There's this fucking Event 201. That's fucking random shit. Talking about a pandemic. That's random. Really random shit. And then a couple weeks later, you have Case, case Zero in Wuhan. You don't blame this on Chinese people. Let's get that one out of the way, too. You don't blame this on people because of their race. If you're doing that right now, you are wasting mental energy. This has got nothing to do with people being Chinese. This has everything to do with people who run the world. For whatever reason, they've decided that, well, there's too many of us, we're too uppity, and we need to be put into a control a control hold. You know, this is a this is a sleeper hold, right? If we're lucky, if it's the terrible scenario, this is a sleeper lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of us are gonna die. Just like a lot of brain cells will die sometimes during that sleeper hold that the cop uses. But I'm telling you, that's probably what they're doing. And a lot of you are about to die. If you live in the city, you will. And here's the thing about the bioweapon. They're using it very precisely, I think. So, yeah, if you stay where you're at and they decide that, oh, we need neighborhood X to exhibit signs of the virus, well, fuck, you're fucked. You're gone. You're dead. Your family's dead. So if you have a way of leaving the city, get the fuck out. But you know what? I think it's too late. And let's talk about that. I made the mistake yesterday of telling people that I think I'm going to leave Seattle. Um, and again, <laughs> don't be stupid, people. Don't tell people where you're going. Don't tell people when. And if, unless you're a fucking asshole, don't take that information and post it on Twitter. If somebody tells you they're leaving the city, leave that shit to yourself. If you don't know the difference between the kind of crap you can post on Twitter and the kind of crap you shouldn't, Get a fucking clue. Anonymized information. You can post that on Twitter. Telling people about your friend Dan and how he's going to leave soon, that's called a dick move. A real dick move. That puts somebody's life at risk. And why? So you can get a couple of likes on a fucking social media platform. If you have any common sense at all, you need to get off Twitter and Facebook and all the social media crap right now. Period. I don't even know why I'm doing this podcast, really. I don't, because what's the fucking point? All of this, podcasting, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the internet, electricity, these are things that are contingent upon reality functioning a certain kind of way. That's going to end soon. I don't know when the phone networks will fail, but they will fail 
in certain areas, definitely, especially if people try to get the truth out. It's clear to me that New York City is a fear to them. New Yorkers can be quite rebellious. Even though, yeah, they're sometimes liberals and communists, they're also rebellious. It makes sense to me. Lock down New York City. Don't let anybody have any fucking crazy opinions. So pretty soon, it's going to be hard to talk to some people in New York, the ones that haven't been, you know, sent to the facility. The ones that aren't being treated. This is a snuff film. And the only question is, how many people are going to be left alive when the snuff film is over? I don't know. Maybe... Maybe Bill Gates is right. Maybe only 33 million are going to be killed in honor of Moloch. Maybe that's it. Maybe the devil is only going to do that. And you know, here's another thing too. Let me let me open up our good book here really quick. I'm going to open up the Matthew because I think it's worth reading a little Matthew today. And this is Matthew 24. Matthew 24, 22. For then there will be great distress unequaled from the beginning of the world until now and never to be equaled again. If those days had not been cut short, no one would survive, but for, sake, but for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. That's 21-22, Matthew 24, 21-22. What does that mean? Well, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. So if this is the tribulation, then it means that some of the madness we're seeing right now, yeah, it might be over in six months. And at that point in time, they'll say, hey there, buddy, you want to have something to eat? Hey there, pal, would you like to have some soup? Hey there, little miss, would you like to be able to have some of those items you want, like toilet paper and, I don't know, um, tampons? But for the sake of the elect, it's going to be cut short. I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially one of the messages. 
And remember, I'm not a biblical scholar. But, and this is not, you know, this is a very common piece of Matthew that people interested in prophecy look at. If this is that time, the time of the horrible culling, the time of the soul harvest, if this is the time when a lot of people are going to die, well, one, that means that it's probably going to be more than 33 million. Let's just get that one out of the way. I'm not saying 33 million isn't a big number. It probably would have been a huge number 100 years ago. But today, it wouldn't be big enough. And nowhere in the Bible does it say how bad it gets. All it says in this specific piece of the Bible is it's going to be so fucking bad that if God didn't stop it, everybody, especially the elect, the, the Christians that are left, all 16 of them, everyone gets destroyed if God doesn't stop it something to think about. And here's the other thing too. If you're a Christian and you could say, well, Dan, doesn't that mean you should sit on your ass in little Saigon and let God take care of it? That's also not what the Bible says. Let me give you a fucking example. Let's say there was someone you knew that needed access to food or some type of medicine and the city didn't have any. Would you wait in the city and watch your friend die because Christ provides? Or would you remember that God also helps those that help themselves? A lot of people, a lot of Christians are going to wait around and, and think that maybe their answer is to wait around. And even some Christians are going to participate, thinking that participation in the evil is okay because what else can they do? As of right now, you need to choose fucking sides, even if that means you starve to death. But if you don't want to starve to death, get the fuck out of the city. Period. It's not complicated. If you're, gonna, if you're going to have a job in Seattle this time next year, it's not going to be a job doing anything good, and it will probably be a job participating in great evil. That's the most likely outcome. You will be probably one of those people persecuting your neighbors and maybe not even realizing it. So many layers of protection. So much distancing from the act itself. You'll be disconnected and you'll be torturing people and you won't even know it. So get out of the fucking city if you can. And if you can't, accept the fact that you might die in the city and the virus, it might kill you. The bioweapon might kill you. A lot of you are going to get lead poisoning. A lot of people in, in China right now are getting lead poisoning. And if you're one of these motherfuckers who talks about fighting back, what the fuck are you waiting for? I mean, really. What the fuck are you waiting for? What are you, are you waiting for Q to tell you? Q is mind-fucking you. So what the fuck are you waiting for? This is the game. And if you're not ready for the game, then you're going to get squashed. They know you. Oh, yeah. You've been posting on Twitter probably continuously for about a decade about all the fucking guns you have and all the fucking strategies you have. Believe me, they know where you live. And they're not going to come at you with SWAT. They're going to come at you with Hellfire missiles. 
Because guess what? In sideways America, where every stupid motherfucker obeys their government and stays home, who's going to fucking know? Who's going to know that you got vaporized? Nobody. Who's going to care? Nobody. Do you remember Waco? Do you remember 1993? That, that wasn't even a Hellfire missile. That was a public incineration. And they'll tell people, oh, he was a racist and, and he hated gay people. They'll make up all kinds of shit. They'll probably even say you were a pedophile. And no one will care. And your children and your family will be dead. So what the fuck are you waiting for? This podcast isn't going to be a very long one because I'm not in the mood to talk bullshit and to joke. There's no sense of humor here. I don't have a sense of humor about this. This isn't funny. Probably tens of millions of Chinese people are being killed right now. Probably tens of millions of Americans are going to die in the next month. And probably it will not be random. It won't be accidental. It'll be essentially the system, the banker system, taking complete control. They had almost total control, but some of you got uppity and considered, you know, counter-economics and black markets and Cadillacsy and agorism. Some of you decided to spread the word. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of crypto, but some of you spread the word of crypto. The point is, some of you were out there speaking out against a crooked economy and saying, let's go to something less crooked. Let's do that. You were uppity. And you know what you do with uppity slaves? You destroy them. Especially if you have too many. You call them. There's too many slaves. Too many uppity slaves. Let's, let's, let's basically kill off enough of them so we can control them again. 33 million is not the number, folks. 33 million is too small. In fact, I think that number is 33 million has nothing to do with a rational estimate on the part of that nasty piece of shit Bill Gates. That motherfucker. No, no, no. The 33 million is code speak for his friends. It's got nothing to do with the number of people going to die. I, my guess is probably close to 330, maybe 3.3 billion. Probably half the people on planet Earth will be dead in five years. That is more likely than 33 million. And most of those will be dead from starvation. And a lot of those will be dead from lead poisoning, meaning they're going to get shot. They're going to get murdered. I don't really give a shit. I don't. 
I don't care because I've lived a good life and whatever happens next, I'd rather keep living it the way I want to. So if I get the magical virus or I end up getting shot, I don't give a fuck. The only reason why I want to leave the city is because there's one thing I don't want to do. I don't want to end up in one of their fucking prisons. Because your options are very limited at that point. I'm not going to do that. If they come by my apartment and decide to give me treatment, special treatment, they're going to find some special treatment themselves. Yes, for me, it'll be, you know, a vaccine of lead. Remember, folks, nature's not linear. This is not Eden. If, you, if you're one of these people who, who follows a preacher that talks to you about magical bullshit, that preacher is lying to you. This isn't Eden. We got kicked out of Eden. This is a fallen world. Fallen shit happens in a fallen world. Please wake up on that if you're a Christian. Okay? There's no magical free energy bullshit. There's no way you can live beyond your means without consequences. Read your fucking Bible. It is filled with consequences. That's probably why people don't read the Old Testament, by the way. Because the New Testament seems, well, in some ways, less temporally or rather earthly consequential. Like, ah, oh, earth consequences, whatever. Now, read your Old Testament too, folks. Read the whole fucking Bible. Christ said the whole book was the book, not just parts of it. Read the Old Testament and you will find an extravaganza of fucking consequences. Life has consequences. Nature is not linear. Hubris is a real thing. And cascading failure in, com in complex systems is virtually guaranteed. It's called the Poisson Curve. If you don't like math, I'm sorry. And, and, and I would say this last but not least. If you're currently sheltering in place someplace, how do you think you're going to get fed? Just meditate on that question. I know you think the water comes through the pipes. Well, for a while. But how do you think you're going to get fed? If you're living in New York City, if you live in New York City, how do you think they're going to feed you? Think about these things. If you think the virus is the thing that threatens you right now, you are confused. It is your government that threatens you. It is your government that is treating you like shit. It is your government that probably conspired with the Chinese government to kill a whole bunch of you. How do you think you're going to get fed?
I'm not going to beg for money for donations at this point. If you want to donate, there are links to Venmo and PayPal. I can't even access my bank account until I get my fucking debit card because all the branches are shut down. Of course, when I go walking next week, and I will go walking, fuck them, I'm sure I'll see lots of construction workers, you know, playing crap ass like I did this week. I'm sure I'll see lots of bullshit. If, if, but the thing is, I won't have my necessary papers, and that means I'll be infected. God, I hope people are getting the message here soon. So God bless you. If you're out there wondering what you should do, you need to pray. And then you need to take action. If you have the means of protecting people in your community against the forces that will come, you need to do that. And if your answer is, well, Dan, I can't stand up to the government, believe me, Solzhenitsyn, he understood that. When the KGB and the NKVD came for Russian families in the 30s, everybody in the apartment complex said, I can't do anything, I can't help. And tens of millions of their neighbors got murdered. So please, by all means, come up with fucking excuses about what you can't do. Sooner or later, someone has to take a stand. And what is happening right now is pure evil. It isn't a little evil. It isn't a little gross. It's pure evil, concentrated evil. If your choice is now, well, Dan, what do I do? Fight. Don't give up. It's too late to bargain. It's too late to deny what you can see with your own fucking eyes. Whatever you think was left of your constitution, it's gone. The Bill of Rights is gone. They're just waiting for everybody to sit at home, nice and quietly. And then there'll be, you know... Now, I hope they do that to me, because I'll have a nice surprise. Believe me, I'm not going to the hospital or, or the, death, the death factory, and I'm not going to the prison, so yeah. And, and here's the other thing, too. I, I, I might try to leave Seattle, but I'm not going to tell you when. I'm simply telling you that if you don't hear from me again, it could be because the virus killed me. It could be because I was arrested and taken someplace. And it could be because I got the fuck out of Seattle because this is a globalist, douchey, dirtbag, Satanist fucking city. And my God, do they love their Satan here. But I think my neighbors will hear when it happens. So for Sunday, right around 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, this is your good friend Dan in Little Saigon, Seattle. I'm probably more or less shadow banned in every sense, so I don't even know why I'm going to post this, but we'll see. 
And if you hear my words, take heed. If you can get out of the city today before it gets shut down, so whatever city you're in, and if you can get to some place where there's a farm, pack up your camping equipment, pack up your tents, pack up every resource you have that is worth something, and toilet paper is not your priority right now, and head to that fucking farm. Head to that location. Don't tell people. Do not fucking pick up the, oh, hey, I'm heading to my Aunt Bajib. If you do that, you're going to kill your family and your Aunt Bajibness, okay? Do not tell people you're going to Aunt Bajibness's. Just go and leave your fucking phone on and leave it behind. Leave your computer behind. Leave your technology behind. That shit is tracking you, buddy. But this is pretty much the last day. Probably starting next week, we're all going to hear screams and we're going to hear knocks on doors. And believe me, it's going to get nasty. And men and women will probably just, you know, tilt their heads down and go with the fucking virus police. And oh man. Yeah. You wonder why they're blocking the fucking video feeds out of China? You think it's because of the horrible virus videos? No. It's the lead poisoning. It's the people being shot in the streets. And who knows, maybe the Chinese people at some point will rise up and realize that they're being fucked too. Maybe they will fucking grab some weapons and fight back. There is a history of peasant revolts in China. Maybe there are enough people in China with dignity left that they'll fight back. I don't know. But I look around Seattle and I see nothing but slaves. Satanic, fucked up, mostly slaves. One or two people might be aware if you are, get the fuck out of Seattle today. Get out. I don't care where you gotta go. Don't go to another city. Don't tell people where you're going. Don't tell people when you're going. That was my mistake. Don't make my mistake. Don't mention this to people. Just get the fuck out. Now. 